Good morning. Thank you for joining us for this Thursday edition of Face the Truth, the weekday podcast of the Truth Church of Olathe, Kansas. As always, I count it a great honor to have you listening, and I trust that today's episode will be a blessing to everyone who tunes in. I want to begin by thanking Pastor Brandon Hilton for filling in for me on yesterday's podcast. He is an extremely busy man, but he still took the time to put together a thought-provoking and encouraging message for us. I certainly appreciate his willingness to help out, as well as the great job he's doing in Lynn Valley. The second thing I want to mention is how wonderful our midweek service was. Since Pastor Hilton did Wednesday's podcast, I didn't have the chance to talk about it yesterday. Uh, From the time we began pre-service prayer, the presence of the Lord was so rich. I cannot adequately express how beautiful it sounded to me to hear so many of you joining together and lifting your voices in seeking God's favor on our service. And when we started to sing, The Spirit of the Lord swept over the congregation. I'm telling you, being able to worship together for the first time in two months was a tremendous experience. I am so very grateful to God for meeting with us in such a special way. I am anxiously awaiting our services this weekend. I believe God is going to meet with us once again. Now, because things are beginning to open up, I do want to take a few moments to express my gratitude to all of you wonderful saints and the way you've rallied during this time. I don't want to overlook anybody. I'm afraid I will. If I do, please don't think I'm ungrateful. Just chalk it up to an old forgetful man, all right? It's not intentional, I promise you. Um, I I hate to even start naming names because I'm afraid I'll forget. But again, please, please, if I fail to mention something you did, it's not because it's not appreciated. Um, I do appreciate everything and everybody uh, that has done such a tremendous job during this time. I want to say thank you to Brother Goff, Brother Merriman, Brother Albritton, Brother Jared Hilton, Brother Nelson, uh, who have served as care captains. Uh, They've been calling, texting, checking on everyone while we've endured this separation. Sister Goff has worked tirelessly uh, to maintain a schedule of singers, song leaders, and musicians that has allowed for a continual rotation of participants uh, getting more people to be able to be involved in the services uh, while we've been limited in our crowd size. My wife has made an untold number of phone calls, sent numerous text messages, both checking on people and providing people with information as to when there was an available slot uh, that would allow them to attend a live service. Brother Josh has stepped up to the plate 
and figured out how to make our live stream more accessible to those who could not physically attend. And as a result, our live streams have reached more people during this time than we were prior to the lockdown. Um, Brother Jared Hilton has patiently put up with me uh, as I've tried to learn the ropes of putting together a daily podcast. He has uploaded and faithfully scheduled and provided troubleshooting for each episode. Uh, for a while, he even had to record and edit the episodes until he was finally able to teach me how to do it myself. Uh, he also, during this time, set up a special online youth service. He worked at staying connected to our youth group, and for that, I'm thankful. Brother Goff generously provided me with a high-quality microphone so that we would have a more professional-sounding podcast, and I'll tell you, he has also personally seen to it that anything and everything I have needed during this time has been taken care of. Our musicians, our singers, our song leaders have taken on the challenge of singing, playing, and worshiping in an empty auditorium, and I'm telling you, they have done it with an excellent job in each and every service. There has been no pretense. They have gotten in there and worshiped God with everything that they had as though the building was full. I'm thankful for that. Because of their dedication, those who were not present could feel a lot more like they actually were in the sanctuary. Brother Chad and Sister Christy provided equipment so that we could set up church in the basement, allowing more people to be physically present. Sister Nelson and my wife went the extra mile in preparing things for our Sunday school kids. Sister Reba has seen to it that the church was cleaned properly. Brother Nelson arranged for ushers and parking lot attendants during our drive-in services, and he has been working a lot on building repairs. Brother Jerry Hilton, Sister Reba, Brother Jared, uh, and Chad Bray came and put in several hours at our house doing landscaping. A number of you have called. You've taken the time to check on my wife and me. You've offered assistance. Uh, you've offered to go and make runs for us. And I'm telling you, we appreciate that. We appreciate everyone who put forth the effort to attend and those who put forth the effort to faithfully listen to the live stream. I'm grateful for every texted amen and preach it that I received. I am thankful for the positive feedback I've gotten from the podcasts. And church, I am overwhelmed at your faithfulness in continuing to support the church financially, as well as your thoughtfulness on our pastoral anniversary, my wife's birthday, Mother's Day. You have gone above and beyond the call of duty. I appreciate everyone being willing to heed my recommendation of taking a red ribbon and tying it on your door, although some would have called it crazy. And in fact, uh, I read where others who were not a part of this church did call it crazy, but you all acted in faith and obedience. And guess what? God blessed and protected you for doing it. Now, this has been a challenging time for us, but church we've made it. We came through it. 
by trusting in God, by caring for one another, by staying connected to the church as much as possible. We have come out of this valley, and now we're enjoying the view from the mountaintop. The great thing about all of this is we know God has been with us from start to finish. He never left us. He never forsook us. He didn't forget about us, and he certainly didn't fail us. We have come through this trial stronger, better, more vibrant, and more full of faith than when we went in. Now, today marks our 40th podcast. And in celebration, I want to do something a little different today. In our midweek service on Tuesday night, I spoke of how the children of Israel set up a pile of stones as a memorial to remind them of how God had brought them through the wilderness, parted the Jordan River, and taken them safely to the land of promise. With that in mind, I want to go back and highlight some of the things that I've told you in previous podcasts, just as a way of pointing out how faithful God has been through all of this. Now, I don't have time, obviously, to cover every episode, but I do want to walk through and gather a few stones along the way. So come with me. Let's start building our memorial. In the introductory remarks of our very first episode of Face the Truth, here's what I said. There is no reason why we should think God's church has shut down or even downsized. God is using this situation to his glory. And then, as I prepared to close, I said, be encouraged, child of God. God's got this and he's got you and your family. In episode two, I addressed the fact that I was not shutting down the church because of fear or uh, because of the virus alone, but rather I was responding in faith, faith in God to guide me and faith in my elders to offer sound counsel. I then went on to say, and I quote, not only do I have faith in God and faith in my elders, I also have faith in you. I believe in you. You've shown me through the years that you can be resilient even in the most difficult and confusing of situations. I have no doubt that once again, the members of the Truth Church will come through this shining brightly and stronger than ever, end quote. And church, you did it. You did it. In the next podcast, I mentioned to the church that Brother Nelson's cousin was hungry for God and had said he was going to start listening to our live stream. And thank God, just a few days ago, that cousin was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and is seeking the Holy Ghost. Now, also on that podcast, I shared a personal testimony, and I challenged the church to adopt Isaiah 41, 9 and 10 as our verses. I concluded by taking the words of those verses and personalizing them to the Truth Church. Here's what I said. 
He has not cast you away. Fear not. He is with you. Don't be dismayed. He is your God. He will strengthen you. He will help you. He will uphold you with the right hand of his righteousness. He is still your shepherd, and there is no reason for you to worry or fear. Oh, and didn't he show us how true that was? The message of episode four was this. Don't beat yourself up when you have moments of doubt. Don't think God's going to write you off because you have times of anxiety or you're overcome by worry. Just remember this. Even if we are faithless, God remains faithful. The next day, I shared with you the words of President John F. Kennedy when he said in the Chinese language, the word crisis is composed of two characters, one representing danger and the other opportunity. I then encouraged you not to focus on the danger of this situation, but rather on the opportunities being presented us, including learning to meet the needs of others, enhancing our focus on caring for our elders, developing a greater appreciation for our families and our church, and most importantly, drawing closer to God. Episode six was dedicated to reminding you that Although some of you feel like you are directly in the devil's sights and he desires to sift you as wheat, he won't succeed because we are praying for you. Furthermore, you should be praying for one another. We've got to make it together. And so far, we have. Episode 8 was used to remind you of what I call the Joseph Principle taking any blessing that comes your way at a time it might not be needed and setting it back in preparation for what may prove to be a time of famine in the future. I did my best to stress the fact that God always takes care of his people, but sometimes he does so ahead of when they actually have the need. And I'm telling you, God has taken care of us through all of this. On the next podcast, I took a day to remind you that it's time to quit worrying. It's time to quit trying to determine how God is going to fix things. We don't have to figure it out. We just need his peace. Episode 10 was spent calling to remembrance the many benefits of serving God. I told you, God's benefits are bestowed on us daily. When you got up this morning, God had a brand new load of benefits with your name on it. Furthermore, this list only deals with the benefits he gives us while we are here on earth. Our greatest benefits are out of this world. They are the ones we'll receive when we all get to heaven. I think it's time we get our minds off of how bad things are in this world and get them on how great things are in the kingdom of God. The next podcast that I want to remind you of was a special episode. It was a rare Saturday edition of Face the Truth. I recorded it because I had a very special instruction that I felt led to bring to you. It was in this special edition that I talked about the bloodline. I discussed the power of symbols and how the visible presence of the blood on the doorpost was what protected God's people from the plague. 
I told you that I and several others had prayed over a group of red ribbons and that I wanted you to get one. Join with your family in praying over it and then attach it to your door. I had concluded with this statement. I know it may sound silly to some, but I believe it will work. And church, it did. Not one person associated with the Truth Church contracted this virus. And I give God and you saints who believed and obeyed all the thanks. Now, on Monday of that following week, I used the podcast to talk to you about the three Hebrews and their experience in the fiery furnace. My closing remarks that day were, saints, regardless of how dismal our situation may seem, we should always endeavor to hold on to God. If we will faithfully do our part, God will never fail to come through and do his part. I can't help but wonder how many of our enemies will be converted when we finally give God the right response to the fiery furnace. Episode 14 was all about the fact that God's ways are past finding out. In spite of that, however, I shared with you three principles that we do understand that will help keep us in times we don't understand. Those three principles are God will make it work for our good. God will eventually either explain, explain it or erase it from our minds. And God will one day repay us with much more. My next podcast was about Elijah and how he seemed to have the wrong concept about his life because of the situation in which he found himself. My closing remarks were these. You can't help the fact that you're confined to this dark, dismal cave, but you can determine what you're going to do while you're here. There are people waiting on you to fulfill your Christian duty. Truth Church, let us make the most of the situation in which we find ourselves. And you have. <laughs> Episode 17, I did my best to remind you that you are spiritually equipped to handle whatever life throws at you. I went on to assure you that, quote, as long as you hang on to God, you have everything you need, not just to survive, but to thrive. Even in the midst of a worldwide pandemic, God is still with you, precious saint. Hang on. As long as you've got King Jesus, you don't need anybody or anything else. Episode 22, I reminded you that what you were feeling was not a personal attack, but rather part of a much bigger spiritual battle. I told you, inasmuch as the attacks are not even really directed at you, it means that every one of your brothers and sisters in the Lord, as well as me, as your pastor and my wife, you should see every attack as a reminder to immediately take your church family to the Lord in prayer. I then went on to say, saints, you are not alone in this battle. Let's rally behind our brothers and sisters and fight this good fight together. If we do, we are guaranteed to win. Now, episode 23 began a series of questions and answers. One of the questions I dealt with that day involved Jonah and the whale, or was it a great fish? Um, whatever it was, I concluded with this. What God did for this great fish is actually his modus operandi. Anytime God calls anyone 
to do a task for him, he always prepares them in such a way that they are well equipped to handle whatever he wants them to do. In case you haven't figured it out, I'm talking about you. It's not an accident that you were born in a time when we as the church would go through the things we're facing today. It's not an accident that you are in the church during this time. No, my friend, long before we ever reached this place, God was already preparing you for such a time as this. He has not only called you for this hour, he prepared you to be victorious in it. There's no need to fear or worry. You can not only survive this situation, you can thrive in it. I know because God always prepares those he chooses to use, and that includes you. The next episode concluded by dealing with the problem of losing faith. And I addressed it by saying, regardless of whether you believed the promise when it was made, regardless of whether you lost faith at some point along the way, just stop and focus on one thing. God is a faithful God. Whatever he has promised, he is able and willing to perform. Even if you've not been full of faith, God is still faithful you can trust him to keep his word and fulfill every one of his promises. And hasn't he done exactly that? Now, before I closed episode 27, I addressed the subject of unity within the body. I said, yes, my brothers and sisters, we truly need one another. Let us bind together as never before so the body can receive all the nourishment it needs. That way, when we come out of this time of lockdown, we'll come for stronger, better, more unified, more empowered, and more glorious than ever before. And I'm telling you, that's what's happened. In the following podcast, I concluded with these words. Hold up your head, child of God. God is not looking for a way to exclude you. He gave his life to include you. He wants you to be saved, and by his grace, you will be. In episode 35, I reiterated the fact that every day when you awaken, there is new mercy just waiting on you, regardless of how many times you had to ask for mercy yesterday or the day before that or the day before that. There is a brand new measure of mercy being extended to you today. Indeed, great is his faithfulness. And finally, in my last podcast just two days ago, I encouraged everyone to put forth their best efforts in our very first full-fledged service in a long time. My closing remarks Tuesday morning were these. I don't mind telling you that my faith is so high right now. I wouldn't put it past God to just take over during the song service, start healing people, saving people, encouraging people, and blessing people. And we won't even make it to the preaching. Let's come tonight believing God to do just that. And you know what? God did just that. Isn't he a wonderful God?
Aren't you glad to be a part of his church? Well, I hope that you've amassed a pile of memorial stones as we've revisited a few highlights of our first 40 episodes of Face the Truth. As for me, looking back at God's promises and his words of direction, I can see the plain evidence of his love and favor upon the Truth Church. I am so honored that he is allowing me to be a part of it especially since he also has each of you right here with me. Once again, thank you for joining us today. Please let me remind you, contact me uh, with your ideas about the frequency of the podcast going forward. I'd really like to hear from you today so I can make an announcement tomorrow. Um, And I want to say again, we are here to help you in any way we can. If there's anything you need, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thank you to everyone who has sent prayer requests. And let me ask the rest of you, avail yourself of this very powerful tool. Send your prayer requests to prayer at olathatruth.com. That's prayer at olathatruth.com. Until our next podcast, take care and God bless.